0: Hey friends, it's Cody Monkman here, and I am so glad that you are listening to the Monday Recap Podcast. Hey, this is a podcast where we don't preach. Our conversations open up more dialogue on Sunday's sermon, tackle current and local faith topics, and upcoming activities at First Christian Church in Clinton, Illinois. You can find this podcast on our website at www.clintonfcc.com or a link to each podcast on our church Facebook page. And again, hey, we are so glad that you are listening to the Monday Recap Podcast. And now, for your Monday Recap. Hey friends, you are listening to a special episode of the Monday Recap Podcast. Uh, As many of you know, uh, our very own Adam Brucker is leaving us and heading to Mason, Ohio, and we thought that We would uh, get together with him and ask him some questions um, so that we all can kind of hear on what his experiences have been like at First Christian Church in Clinton, Illinois, and um, also just have some dialogue between his uh, boss, Greg Taylor... And uh, the boss? The boss. I'm yeah. The boss? Wow. yeah,
1: you
2: are. You're the big dog, we man. We typically yeah. just call you that behind your back. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. I like it. Hey, but I yeah. have like 20 bosses. Can you give me a cup of coffee then? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I've already got one. Yeah, you've yeah. already got
0: one. So, um, anywho, Adam, we're glad that you uh, agreed to do this. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. So, um, here's my first question that I kind of want to hit on is um, as many people know, you start as an intern here. Yeah, became a student minister. And then you just recently moved into an associate minister role. You have a unique perspective when it comes to your time at FCC. What are some lessons that you've learned while on staff?
2: Yeah, I I mean, a lot of the things that I've learned are generalities uh, to ministry. Um, But, like, one of the things I remember coming in, and as a Bible college student um, who had been, you know, I'd been pretty active in my youth group, I came in and I remember writing a list down of all the things that I saw. That we needed to change, you know, and I—I I, they yeah. were surefire ideas right. to help the church get right. to the next level. Right. And I just remember thinking, okay, we're just going to go right down this list, and we're gonna we're gonna start changing all these things. And I just didn't have any idea. Um, what it looks like to change stuff, how people are emotionally invested in in different things, and especially in a church like this, you know, right. this this church is you know almost 175 years old, and you know, a lot of things have been in place for a long time, and so there's some emotional attachment that goes along with that, and so uh, I'd say one of one of the things I learned. Early on, was that change uh, has to take place slowly, typically, right. um, if you want to keep people on board, um, and and that not all the ideas that I had were were right. You know, change yeah. change is slow, um, and and I didn't have all all the answers. Um, and I think, you know, as a as a Bible college student, i just been learning. I started. I kind of had this chip on my shoulder, and maybe some of the people um, that I interacted with early on would attest to that. But just this idea that I had all the right answers um, and that I was going to help us grow to the next level. Um, not that the church was in a bad place when I came, um, but that I had all the the right answers. So I think there's a little egotism um, in in my life that uh, that God kind of had to show me. You know that I didn't have all the right answers, and that I just needed to love on people. And so, um, I'd say those are a couple of the big ones. Additionally, I think um, just the idea that ministry in a small town um, is just different than what I was used to um, has its own set of challenges. I'm from Bloomington-Normal area, and um, you know it's just a whole different world. Uh, Just a whole different. Just a kind of mentality when it Mm -hmm. comes to a lot of different things. So I kind of had to adapt to that, and I think those are some some of the big things.
0: We just recently went to a conference uh, for large churches in small towns. Yeah. What is something that you learned there that you're going to take with you to Mason, Ohio?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, there's just... It, there, there are differences between the small town and, and the larger town. Um, in that, we learned that a lot of times people in small towns like things to be small, uh, and and so that's a as a larger church in a smaller town that that's something that we've kind of had to come to grips with, and that in order to make this church grow, people needed to be smaller. But I think that's also kind of a universal truth that if you're in a large, large city, um, you know, the church needs to become small. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs to, no matter how big you are, it needs to become small enough that you feel like you're a part of a family. Right. And um, I'd say that's that's kind of a truth that I kind of discovered in that was that, you know, it needs to become, needs to become your family. It needs to become just a, a you know, that and, and really my new role there is kind of facilitating that helping people who come uh to our church as soon as they hit the parking lot till the time that they're in a small group till the time they're really connected is uh, essentially what my role encompasses so now
0: i'm going to switch the tables here
2: yeah um, greg
0: yeah you working alongside adam for what 10 y- 10 years yeah yeah um 10 you have seen obviously Things with Adam that many people don't see because you you work with him day in, day out. What is something about Adam that you wish more people knew?
1: Well, I think probably something that the vast majority have no idea about that we're really going to struggle with is just his mastery of technology, computers, podcast, I mean, all of this. uh, and, And I would say the the cool thing is that you didn't go to school for that it's something that is a personal passion that you were able to develop and better us as a church because of that and the lesson that i would say is really for anybody just because maybe you went to school to be an accountant or you went to school to be an engineer doesn't mean that's your only area of impact in the kingdom so i I would say that's one thing but uh, another thing is it's just been really cool watching adam grow up Adam was here as an intern when I arrived in October of 2006. And I've been looking back at some pictures from those early days. Dude, you were a a little kid. And you've grown grown up. up. Oh, man, you've grown up. You're a dad. Um, You know, from a preaching standpoint, and I've said this before on this podcast, I, I think you have grown just incredibly as a preacher. I love the fact that right now on our staff, you cody and samuel i think all three not only are you good preachers but you don't ever just mail it in you don't ever just say hey let me find a sermon that someone else preached and i'm going to throw it out there you work at it and it's obvious that it's not just you know something i'm going to do but it's really an exercise of the heart it's really what is god calling me to share and I'll just tell you. I, I think the longer someone's in ministry, I think the easier it gets to wing it. As sure. just being transparent. Yeah. And I just, I'm proud of you that I've not seen that pattern develop, or if it has, you've hit it really well. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm maybe, kidding. Maybe yeah. I'm just good at winging it. I yeah. Don't I don't yeah. know. I just, I think that that is something that um, I hope will continue to grow in you. Right. And I, I think the future is incredibly bright. I know Trevor, the preacher at Mason. I know Benji, the worship guy, really well. And I'm excited that you're going to get to do ministry with those guys. And um, Cincinnati is a cool area. And I just, um, I feel like God's no doubt about open this door. You know, we've been been praying together for a while. Meant to be open a door. If it's not, close a door. And uh, I just feel like God's Footprints are all over this, for sure. For Which sure.
0: that can lead us to the next question: What about this situation? Did you know that God was in it? What was like the first
2: yeah sign? Well, kind of like what Greg said. Um, you know, when I, I, I'm a firm believer that that God has shown me a lot of the things that I'm I'm supposed to do through kind of the open door deal, and as opportunities have arisen, uh, you know, we'll step through it and we'll just see if that's where God's leading us. And I remember getting a text from a friend of mine who asked me if I'd be interested in this position and he said, I think you'd be really good for it. And I remember reading it uh, to Greg And uh, being like, man, I just, I don't know. I don't know about Cincinnati. I don't, you know, I don't know about all those different things. And we decided to just, um, you know, entertain it because who knows where God is leading. And so um, I had a couple of phone interviews and then... Um, I get the call from from their executive pastor that they want to have us over for a visit, and I'm kind of deciding whether or not we should even go. Right. And just felt like, man, the opportunity is there. We need to continue to walk through that, and so we did. And uh, just the time that that we were there, that my, Trina and I were there, we were just praying that God would just unify us, um, because I don't want to move uh, my whole family. Uh, uh, you know, several hours away, four hours away from where family is. Right. If uh, if that's not where God's leading, and that's not where God's leading both of us, right. um, and so we just prayed that God would unify us. And I mean, we both looked at each other um, the second night we were there, and we we're like, "Man, this this is where God wants us. Uh, this is the right job." For and that's them. awesome
1: to feel
2: that. Oh, confirmation. Yeah, and then just kind of going you know continuing down that road you know we put our house up for sale after we accepted the job offer and uh our house sold in three days yeah, that's you know nuts. two weeks before christmas uh, is just un- unreal. And then we've been able to find a house already in Cincinnati that is going to be ready for us um, as soon as we can get there. So just unbelievable how God has worked uh, through this. And we just can't deny the fact that He's leading us there, even though it's going to be difficult.
1: What so. will you miss? About First Christian Church, what will you miss about Clinton, Illinois? Because I know yeah. you're not a small town boy. You yeah. grew up in you know a really cool community, Bloomington-Normal. But what will you miss? Well, there's a lot of
2: things. You know, I've just been reflecting on the things that we'll miss and uh you know one of the things i'm gonna miss is a one mile commute to work yeah yeah, (laughs) you know yeah um that's great to be able to have that to be able to to run up to the church for a meeting and you know i don't have to leave a half hour before i need to be there i can leave um you know 10 minutes before i need to be there and and still be early right um and so that that's going to be difficult i'm going to miss um Our staff, working with our staff. We have a fun staff, a great staff to work with. I'm going to miss all of you guys um, working with it. I'm going to miss the people uh, here. Um, We've developed um, not just uh, acquaintances here, but in the last 10 years, this has really become our family, you know, um, in in a lot of ways. And our our parents are still pretty close, but um, there's, uh, you know, dozens of people that I could call up. If I had a problem going on that I needed help with, if I was getting ready to um, to move or to re-roof my house, I could call them up and they would say, "Absolutely, 100. percent I'll be there." Uh, you know, the way a family member would. And so I'm, we're gonna miss, uh, we're gonna miss that. Um, you know, there's there's just a there's so many things that are just bittersweet. You know, there's uh, an excitement of um, you know where God's going to take us in the future, but also just uh, you know a sadness of this is where our entire adult lives have been lived. Right. You mm-hmm, know? Right. And and you know I would just say, even though I grew up not in a smaller town, um, there are a lot of aspects of of the small town that that I am going to miss. Yeah. You know, uh, just in the whole scope of things, we we're looking at houses, and almost every house that we were in um in cincinnati as a security system right uh that doesn't even enter the radar here you know we live in a a pretty pretty safe community so you know things like that are going to be uh not only an adjustment but things that we'll miss so what are you going to look forward to in mason ohio you know um, looking forward to to just uh stretching myself as a as a leader um i think um, when you're in any place, not just here, but when you're in any uh, place, um, after ten years, you can get to be pretty comfortable. You've not ha- had to be stretched in a lot of ways. Like you said, it, it can be easy to wing wing it sometimes because you have a kind of a good feel for uh, how people are going to take things and uh, yeah. you know how to how to do that. And so it's going to be a stretch. Um, to, to really try to adapt to a new ministry and and really a new culture because right. we're no longer in the small town. We're now dealing with a larger city, uh, larger than anywhere I've ever
1: lived. Right. Um, I mean, Cincinnati, what, half a million people? Probably more? Yeah, I, I, don't I don't even know.
2: Yeah, I think it's close to a million in the greater, the whole area. The yeah. whole area yeah. But um, just the idea that you know, we're going to have to adapt to that, um, but I'm excited about that. Um, and I was talking with uh, a mentor of mine, Brian Mills, uh, the other day, and I was kind of sharing the news with him about this decision, and he said, you are going to love it because... It's going to be like you're going back to school again, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just going to stretch you. And I remember, you know, my first year here, I felt like every day I was learning something new right. and I was being challenged in a different way because I didn't know how ministry worked. And right. I think it's going to be a lot of that same Talk, talk
1: a little bit about Christ Church at Mason Because it is a much different church Than yeah. Clinton FCC yeah. I mean I think they have a second campus even yep. and, you yep. know, If you were to try to give us Just a couple minutes on the church you're going to serve What would what would you sure. say?
2: Yeah, the the church and There's still a lot of details I don't know right. um, But uh, the church In the last Uh, five years or so has gone just a drastic kind of change about where they're heading. And uh, they had a longtime minister um, who was there and kind of realized that he needed to break up the country club, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and um, just felt like everybody was kind of dependent upon him. And so they hired um, a guy by the name of Trevor DeVage. And he is... Lincoln Grad. uh, Lincoln Grad. And uh, he's coming in um, to... Uh, you know, be their new senior pastor, and it's going to be a big uh, a big adjustment for, or it has been a big adjustment. He's been right. there for about four years, and he's just a totally different style, um, but they are willing to make some hard choices um, mm-hmm. for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of the church. And so one of those... One of those choices was to start a second campus and yeah. to reach out in the downtown Cincinnati area, um, Price, Price just, Hill, is Price that Hill right? just yeah. a real um, really close to Cincinnati Christian University yeah. and um, real poverty, uh, you know kind of stricken yeah. area. And uh, they said about half the people that attend that campus, on any given Sunday, are kids? Wow! wow. And the donuts that they provide—it's um, the food for the day. Man, it's their that food for sad. the day. Um, but what a great impact! Right? Exactly. So, so that's pretty unique, um, you know, as far as this as far as this church goes. Um, but they are um, kind of—they've been trying to change this culture of kind of a country club right. kind of mentality to um, just a real, um, you know, like.
1: Church for anybody.
2: Yeah, right? yeah. Church yeah. for anyone. And, and this
1: is one of the largest churches of any brand in the Cincinnati area, from what I, I have. Learned. I, I believe I've so. done some yeah. research, and yeah. I mean it's probably a top ten in the entire Cincinnati area. Which, yeah, which says a lot, you right? Know, it yeah, really
2: does. I, I think they are are running close to two thousand yeah. um, on, on a Sunday, and so that's going to be a huge adjustment too. Um, you know, and yeah. that's not uh, to say that you know one church is better than the other because of size but right. it's just going to be different right. and uh and just to
1: let you know when the cubs come to cincinnati this summer <laughs> just count on me coming over for <coughs> a night or two okay to watch the world well uh, hey uh
2: you know i i would extend that invitation to most you right. know that uh to, to come and stay and
1: hey, i got one more know. thing i want to ask you and i'll yeah. let cody rap um what can we pray for you know if you yeah. were to ask uh the people that are listening to this podcast and uh, hopefully, hundreds will be listening to this. Sure. What specific request would you throw out?
2: Yeah. Um, I, I would say uh, we um, could just use uh, prayer uh, with the whole transition. Uh, okay. Okay. Man, one of the hardest conversations that I've had to have in this whole process was with my kids. Yeah. And to let them know that we are moving. And, uh, you know, our, our good friends uh, live right around the corner from us, three houses away, uh, Nate and Trisha Bostic. And uh, especially my oldest, Eli, is good friends with Caden. Uh, Heartbreaking, is e- Eli mm-hmm. asked if we told him we are moving. Initially, and he asked if we were moving closer to Caden.
1: And, uh,
2: you know, we're, I was like, well, you know, (laughs) it's going to be a little harder to move closer because we're only three houses away. But, uh, you know, there is some tears shed um, and uh, just some unknowns, man, of of how that transition is Mm going to be. Who's going to be my friend, you know? Who, who are, are we going to live around? Um, we have some great neighbors right now. Right. Um, a, a, a girl that's Eli's age was born uh, a week after him, uh, lives right next door. Bob Joanne Phillips yeah. on the other side. Uh, You'd be hard-pressed
1: to ever get better neighbors than Bob yes, and Joanne Phillips.
2: absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, just prayers throughout the transition. Uh, one, you know, for our kids that they're not going to be super stressed. Um But also just for all of us, I would say uh, to find the community that we need. Absolutely, Um, you know, we've become really um, big believers, I guess, in the need for community, and uh, this church has really provided that in spades for us um, in our small groups, in particular. And it's been huge. Just have uh, just lifelong friendships that have developed here and uh we don't know anybody like that um in this new context so i that would be the biggest thing and just um you know prayers as we as we travel um moving all of our stuff mm-hmm. in the middle of winter um you know when we went over to look at houses the other day it was uh the roads were a little dicey uh, in the 24 hours leading up to that and Right. It's going to be it's going to be difficult uh, to transition in in that way. So
1: we'll, we'll be praying. Um, I, I would just that. throw out to everyone listening: January 15, Adam's preaching both services that morning, yep. and then at 9:30 during our Bible school hour, we're going to have a reception to honor Adam and Karen Rice. Uh, if you're listening to this, be at FCC on January 15 and yeah. come and uh, just thank Adam and Trina and the boys for all that they've done for FCC.
2: Well, and if you know, I, I would just like to say to anybody that's listening to this, um, you know, if you're not able to be there, that's cool. Um, but we just want to say thank you for our time spent here. We really feel like this church has really uh, helped us to grow into uh, the adults, you know, that we feel like we should be, um, to who God's made us to be, uh, provided that incredible community for us. Um, and just You know, there are so many thank yous that we could offer uh, to this church. We're, uh, you know, we are certainly going to miss it.
0: Now, as I'm listening to you guys talk, I can't help but feel my stomach eating itself. So my two questions revolve around food. First one is this. What treats are going to be served at the... Reception. You know, I have
1: done what every good leader should do (laughs) and so that's a Mandy Grease question. But I know that they will be unique to both Adam and Karen.
0: Okay. So that's a little teaser right there. Adam, what's your favorite treat?
2: Ice cream. Ooh, I, Ooh love dude, ice cream. I love
1: Sunday morning ice. Cream. You can't beat that, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I favorite f- flavor? I don't know how that fits, but Do you have a favorite flavor?
2: I'm a I'm a vanilla with Oreos kind um, of guy. Okay. So okay. um but you know, on a if it's on a Sunday morning, you can't beat donuts. Yeah. I, I love donuts. Yeah. And oh, and I dough? will just say you asked me what I'm excited for about uh, moving to Mason. They have donuts every Sunday.
1: Wow. Really? So. Is it like
2: the gourmet donuts
0: with like the crazy fat toppings and candy and stuff? Uh no. Oh. No. Okay. And how
1: close is the nearest Chick-fil-A to where you'll be?
2: Um Literally three miles down the road. Wow. Oh, dude. Yeah. You're going to
1: so, be in uh, Chick-fil-A heaven. Chick-fil-A heaven. Okay.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Now, here's the second food question. Okay. Um, and maybe you're not like me, but when I'm like in a new area, I like to look out the window and be like, ooh, there's a Walmart here. Ooh, there's a Meijer yeah. here. Ooh, yeah. there's that restaurant, that restaurant, that restaurant. Um, when you went over and visited the area with Trina... Yeah. Did your eye catch any certain kind of like restaurant that you really want to
2: hit up when you yep. get there? Uh, well, we we already hit up several. Uh, one, <laughs> one, one was P.F. Chang's. Oh, oh wow. man! Yes. Yeah. We, we had P.F. Chang's, um, and uh, it was incredible. Uh, we had the Chang's for two, and oh, just yeah. excellent oh. meal. Um, another favorite of Trina and I's is the Old Spaghetti Factory, yeah. and there's one that's about... 12 miles away. Okay. And, um, right downtown
1: Cincinnati? Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. We, 12 we miles away with a two-hour drive. drive? Right? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, it's well, unlike Chicago in that oh, okay. 12, 12 miles probably is, you know, 30 minutes. Okay. You All know, right. not two hours. So, yeah, but just lots of uh, lots of places like that. Um, and, and there's a lot of local stuff, too, which I is bet. surprising. So, now,
0: do you like Portillo's? Yeah, I do like Portillo's.
2: You do like Portillo's. Do you like Portillo's chocolate cake? Oh, love the chocolate. Is
0: there a Portillo's over there? No. No, Our area is getting two Portillo's in the next year. Cancel
2: the move or stay. (laughs) So, um, hey, when I visit, I'll bring a chocolate cake. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Well, Adam, is there any other words that you would like to say, Greg? Uh, No, just... You know, that we're thankful, you know, we're thankful for our time and just um got we feel like this church has been a huge blessing to us and uh really helped to prepare us for uh this next stage in ministry. And I know a lot of ministers who can't say the same thing about yeah. about the church that they've served. Maybe they've been burnt out, maybe they've had bad experiences with leadership and we just haven't had yeah. that and we are so grateful.
0: Yeah, well let me just say from just a, a third perspective Um, You know there's a lot of Situations like this at other churches There can be some negativity Among staff, leadership Something that I have really loved That I want the listeners to know is Everyone has been supportive for you guys We're really excited for your new move New stage of life Mm. It's been really great to see how God's been moving um, Throughout this whole process And very happy for you guys And as the student minister I want to say that and I said this last week on a regular episode of the podcast that one thing I'm thankful for for you is the transition in taking on high school ministry yeah. has been so easy as far as you supporting me, being a resource, um, being a good soundboard. Sure. I mean, it couldn't have been better. So um, <clears throat> well, I appreciate that. You know,
2: it's hard to, um, it's hard to hand off something that's been... Uh, you know uh, a baby you know so to speak it's been something you know that I've been a huge part of developing the reveal student ministry piece but um, we are just you know we know that if we try to micromanage uh, you're not going to love it and it's not going to be taken to the next level Mm -hmm. where it really needs to go and I felt like a lot of the transition piece for me was I felt like I would taken the student ministry as far as I could And it was time to hand it off to somebody who could give it fresh eyes. So, Mm -hmm. Well, hey, thanks.
1: Good stuff, Adam. Love you. Excited for you and Trina. And um, three weeks, man, it's hard to wrap my brain around that uh, that it's coming really quick.
0: All right. Well, hey, this is a special episode of the Monday Recap podcast. It is not Monday; it's actually Thursday. Christmas is coming just around the corner. Three Three days, days, buddy. So we, uh, Greg, go ahead and fill everyone in on the Christmas Eve services. Yeah, Christmas
1: Eve at five and seven p.m. Two identical services. Samuel Green has worked literally hours and hours and hours in rehearsal. Uh, leading up to Saturday night don't miss it and then on Sunday morning we just have a single service at 9 30 no programming at 8 15 or 10 45 and the 9 30 uh, hour is going to be a blast probably going to be about 45 to 50 minutes families are going to be in there together Ruth Davidson's working really hard great weekend at FCC
0: well we can't end this without reminding you that you can find this podcast and all of our podcasts Uh, on our website it's www.clintonfcc.com and a link will be posted on the church Facebook page if you can share that with your friends and family that would be great because as we've said at every episode we are in the infant stages of this podcast and could really use your help in spreading the word Um, and I'm very excited to end this podcast with letting you know we've had close to 250 downloads wow so yeah really really excited about that so All right, well, hey, thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you later.